going on, family? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. It's man, GB, Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing absolutely well. Uh, it has been a very interesting week, 10 days in the United States and all around the world, and uh, admittedly, it's been a little difficult to come in and do stuff related to The Faction, but... Here we are, persevering, continuing to try to bring you some degree of relief in this crazy world that we're in. Listen, I first want to say thank you to everyone who has been kind enough to continue to support all that we're doing here with The Faction. Remember, you can always follow us by way of social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. You can also check us out, of course, via podcast. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Plus, of course, our video podcasts are available right now on our Facebook page. So definitely check that out. We do have some wrestling news to bring your way. And we first want to start with the ratings for both SmackDown and Raw. Congratulations to SmackDown, whose viewership continues to climb ever so slightly over the weeks. This past week, their show averaged 2.15 million viewers, which ends up being up from the previous week at 2.044 million and becomes the most viewed SmackDown since the April 17th broadcast, which had 2.187 million viewers. SmackDown was ninth for the night on network television, defeated by shows like Shark Tank 2020, Haircut Night in America, an encore edition of World of Dance, The Wall, Magnum P.I., Blue Bloods, and Dateline NBC. And of course, it featured Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan in the Intercontinental Title Tournament, Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss. We had Lacey Evans and Sonya Deville, a 10-man battle royal, an unusual storyline involving Jeff Hardy, which maybe we'll spend some time talking about, and the announcement that Matt Riddle has moved from NXT and will be debuting on SmackDown. So a fairly stacked show for SmackDown. On the Raw side, it was their second week with an audience, the audience, of course, coming from the NXT Performance Center trainees, but it wasn't enough to lift their ratings as this week's ratings fell yet Again, that's right. So this week on Monday Night Raw, Raw brought in 1.72 million viewers. That's down from last week, which had 1.73 million viewers. And I got to tell you, this does not look good. We've been talking about these ratings for Raw and SmackDown. It's not a good situation. Thankfully, SmackDown is back in the 2 million range. But again, they're on Fox, one of the biggest networks in the world. What do you think is contributing to that? I still think wrestlers as fans isn't enough. You need authentic fans in the audience. But on top of that, you need some great stories to tell, and you need some great matches as well. So WWE certainly has their work cut out for them. One of the big announcements that they also made is that the WWE Network has introduced a free version 
Yeah, that's right. So for all of us who have been paying $9.99 a month, guess what? There is now a new free version of the WWE Network. It does not require a credit card. It has over 15,000 titles and new shows, including Raw Talk, which will stream every Monday night. Also, it includes original series like The Monday Night War, Ride Along, Table for Three, recent episodes of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. There are select pay-per-views and takeovers that they can check out and weekly highlight shows as well what we're really trying to find out is if this is what the free version has what will the paid version have and is there a reason to continue paying for the wwe network we'll be sharing more information about that in the days and weeks to come as that becomes available. But perhaps what a number of wrestling fans may or may not be looking at is to see where do their favorite wrestlers and companies stand with all that's happening in the world. Now, I'm just gonna tell you right now, not sure where this is gonna go, but stay tuned, don't tune away. So let me just say this. Um, with pro wrestling doing all that it does, one of the reasons that pro wrestling has continued in the pandemic is because companies like WWE, AEW, and Impact Wrestling all feel a responsibility to be able to continue to bring entertainment during what they call these unprecedented times. And certainly during COVID-19, which is still going on, by the way, um, Many have felt as though, you know, since they couldn't have a live audience, we'll try to bring you some degree of athleticism, sport, and entertainment. And so while there have not always been tons of mentions of COVID-19 or coronavirus, organizations like AEW have been very upfront about it. They've talked about and proven their testing. WWE just would say things like unprecedented times, unusual times, but lately they're touting that they've been testing folks, which is not necessarily a proven fact. Well, now in this scenario where many cities are uh, have burned, there has been protesting, um, there has been rioting, there has been all sorts of activity surrounding not just the death of George Floyd, but really all of the injustices that our African-American community has faced how is WWE and AEW choosing to respond? Well, AEW has been interesting. There was a match scheduled for Dark last night that did not air because one of the combatants had some racist things going on, so they opted not to air it. Uh, as a company, WWE has not made a statement, but they have had varying wrestlers speak their own mind on social media. Um, Randy Orton has been very open about Black Lives Matter. Uh, we've also heard some intriguing things from others like Kevin Owens and the like. But Jackson Riker from the Forgotten Sons has also been vocal. He's been vocal on the other side of things, praising Donald Trump for all Trump has done uh, for this country and the like. Uh, there's a an old Facebook post from last year that came out where he had a lot to say in a negative manner, not just about the Black Lives Matter movement, but about how African-Americans in general should be grateful. We should watch things like 12 Years a Slave and the like. 
So here's what I'm going to say. Also, also, the former AEW champion and wrestling legend Chris Jericho has also been public uh, to counteract hashtag Black Lives Matter with hashtag All Lives Matter. And so while I know we as the guys are going to have a, a conversation about this later on, so be on the lookout for that, I do want to say this. I think wrestlers, just like athletes, entertainers and everyday people are going to be vocal about which side of the fence they're on and i will say this we each have to make our own individual decisions about how we will support those athletes those wrestlers who make whatever statements they make okay i'm not going to tell you what to do but as for me i know this I'm okay with, you know, all of us being on different sides of the fence in certain arenas, in certain subject matter. But when it comes to a scenario like what's happening in our country, if a performer cannot acknowledge what's happening in this country and the impact that it has not just to me but to fans that look like me which happen to make up a solid percentage of pro wrestling fans if you can't acknowledge that then I'm going to have a really hard time supporting you and pushing you and so I think much like this is allowing a lot of people across the board to really know what they're dealing with it's allowing me and mine and many who look like me to make the same decision simply put if you can't understand my plight and you won't acknowledge that there's a problem and you want to make a larger statement well then you're going to have to deal with whatever the consequences are from that because at this point we're not obligated to continue to support any wrestler, any organization that chooses to ignore what we deal with. I promise we're going to talk more about it. And if this is something that's concerning to you, reach out to us. I want to hear what you have to say. And I'll go so far as to say this. Well, no. I'm not going to say that. What I will say is this. We want to hear from you. Uh, if this issue that's happening in the country, do you think it should be discussed in pro wrestling? Do you think it should be discussed on podcasts like these? I want to hear what you have to say. Reach out to us at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Share your thoughts. I promise we want to hear what you have to say because dialogue is absolutely important. And we hope that uh, everybody involved can learn some things. So reach out to us at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are planning a big show for you this week on our Facebook page. So be on the lookout for that. We'll definitely let you know. And uh, yeah, listen, we want to hear from you. Continue to subscribe and support all things connected to The Faction. And I promise we've got something special lined up for you this week until then it's your man gb representing for my good brothers courtney beard brandon clack collectively we are known as the faction I need my pain.